Sugarcoated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence, preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the She Leads podcast. I'm so excited to introduce my next guest to you. Her name is Cami Gildner, and she is in direct alignment with everything that She Leads Media does, what it stands for, and just in alignment on all facets. So Cami Gildner believes women's voices matter, and so do we. <laughs> Cammie's a connector, a storyteller, and a business coach for high-vibe women entrepreneurs, helping them to raise up their voice, vision, and visibility for impact and business growth. Cammie helps her clients build businesses they love with more time and wealth prosperity. I just love that so much. She weaves soulful inspiration into mindful business strategies, and the soul plus strategy approach to business helps her clients succeed in business and worldly impact. Cammie's the founder of the Extraordinary Women Ignite Conference and host of the award-winning Extraordinary Women Radio. She's the best-selling author of Fire Dancer, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of Passion and Purpose, and was named to the 2020 25 Most Powerful Women in Business list by the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the She Leads podcast, Cami. Oh, thank you so much, Adrian. I'm thrilled to be here. And I, I, I agree, we have a lot of alignments. I was looking at your website. And I'm like, oh, we're so aligned. We are so aligned. We are so, I think, alike, right? We both host yes. conferences for women. We both are mm -hmm. committed and dedicated to women and women entrepreneurs. And yes. from my perspective, I believe that entrepreneurship is sort of the anecdote to corporate America, right? Like, yeah, we totally. need to start and grow successful, profitable businesses. And we also need to get those businesses and, and what we do and, and the impact that we're trying to make out into the world. So you do Absolutely. so much, Cami. Take us back to how did you even get into this world in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in the corporate world for many, many years. I was a VP of marketing and branding, you know, global organization, you know, had 90 people actually reporting up into me at one point. So it was, it was a large organization. And so, you know, I've been doing marketing and branding and thought leadership for a really long time. But I, 15 years ago, and actually it'll be 16 years this year, I got laid off. Hmm. So always my best gift that I got laid off. Yep. And um, it was the year 2008. So even my second best gift was it was that year when there wasn't a lot of VPN marketing jobs to be found no. that year. Yeah. And so that opened up my pathway to, it definitely didn't just, you know, like pull the handle and then I launched a business. I really thought I would go back to the corporate world for, for quite a while. 
And I was, I did, was doing a lot of inner work. And I, that's why this, the whole soul side of my work is so important because that's where we really tap into our inner wisdom. And we, you know, we get guided if, if we, if we tune in like that. Mm-hmm. And so within about a year and a half, I discovered I was going to become a coach found that, you know, opened the door into being a coach. Initially, I was working with corporate or executive women who were really exploring their next chapter. And that quickly shifted over into doing business coaching because all of my women that were, um, I was coaching in the, the executive world were like, I want some of what she's having. And um, they made the leap themselves into being entrepreneurs. And it was like, let's just take this deep work that we're doing and pull that right into to your, your business. Um, and what I found was when they were building their businesses from the inside out, like, you know, what their biggest dreams and desires were and who they were as a, as a, as a person, who they were at their very essence, building a brand, building a business that way for impact, it just becomes divinely guided, mm-hmm. right? It's just mm-hmm. the doors open up and, you know, the universe shows up for, for people when we do that. So mm. that's kind of, that's been my journey. As you mentioned, I weaved together the strategy and the soul, but I think that's a really intricate part of my work because um, it takes both sides. This is so interesting. And I talk about this a lot. The fact that when women start businesses, we look to models of success, mm-hmm. right? It's great. Yeah. But a lot of the successful business models have been developed for and by men. And absolutely. So what happens is women try to build these businesses that are for men, right? Built by Mm -hmm. and for Mm -hmm. men. And then we wonder why can't we, you know, get past a million dollars? Why doesn't it work? Right. And It's it's so interesting because it goes back to like even when women entered, you know, the the work environment, first we tried to like look and act like the guys to be successful. Totally. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the same thing happens in when we're launching our own businesses and entrepreneurship. Yeah. But then on the other side, when women uh, you know, try to launch things that they're passionate about, oftentimes it goes into the world of nonprofit. So where mm. is that space where women can do the work that you help them to do with going inside in order to create something that is also going to have that that profitability element to it? Because yeah. that is sort of the only way that I truly feel that women can then have the power that we need so that we can make positive change. Yeah. Oh, I so agree with everything you've just said there. And I think, you know, I think we're seeing a big shift in that. And, and I think definitely, you know, when I came into this world, so it's been what, 14 years now that I've been, I've come into the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial space. There was a lot of, you know, kind of bro marketing, you, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's the, the approach, right? It's like, it's the hustle, it's the drive, it's the, and what I'm seeing happening now is so many more, so many more women really, and women leaders. And I, I want to re- emphasize, I see this around me all over the place where women leaders are wanting to build businesses in a different way. Yeah. 
and and we have we have some wonderful gifts to be able to tap into. We are natural connectors. We love to gather and circle, right? We mm-hmm. we know how to support one another. We know how to collaborate with one another. So we're it's not necessarily the you know the competition that's driving things, but it's the it's more like how do we collaborate together? How do we come together and be stronger together? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way that I think that women build businesses differently. I think that our natural ability to build relationships changes how we do marketing. Mm-hmm. So relationships becomes a center of our marketing and how we're building relationships. And, you know, we can turn around and we can apply strategy right back at it. I mean, I, I will, for example, I will bring a marketing funnel into conversations with my clients and I'll say, let's start at the bottom of that funnel where those relationships are, because you've already got people in your community right now that know, love and trust you. and let's work with that community and then let's start building up the strategy. So, I mean, it's, you have to, you have to do both sides of it, Mm. but I think we're shifting up how we do marketing. The other piece of that is that I think some of the old ways of doing marketing was really around, you know, like find that pain and like rub salt in the wound. And, and I think (laughs) we can change that up. Right. And we've all seen some really just ugly marketing that way. We can change that up to because we're here to uplift yeah. the the women in our communities, and we don't need to. I mean, there's enough mind trash that goes on mm. in you know every woman's mind, and it's like let's not like pull them down and by rubbing salt in a wound, but let's help them see more possibilities than they can see for themselves. So really mm. changing up how mm. we're doing marketing. Mm-hmm. We have to understand the pain. We have to understand the challenges and meet them. But we don't have to like rub the salt in the wound. To to I mean, you're building relationships, you're building connections, you're showing up more organically and naturally in your messaging, in the light of who you are, and that is what attracts people into your business versus having to like pursue, 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 and scare. So there's a people. shift happening. Yeah, yeah there's a shift yeah. happening. And it's exciting to me that this shift is happening. And I think it will change how business is done forever. I agree. I mean, I I definitely see the shift happening. I definitely agree that women have these incredible, just innate skills that can translate into, you know, doing business, doing business better. We consider humanity more when a woman, you know, earns a dollar, she puts it into her community so that, you know, everybody benefits and everything. It's, it's so incredible. And I think the, the ultimate challenge there is how do we do all of that and get to a profitable business model? Yeah. 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 And that's where it's really, to me, I look at um, it's one of the things I, I talk a lot about is this, is the pillars of prosperity. Mm. So the pillars of prosperity are vision. So the vision of where you where you want your business to be, the impact that, that you have, but also the vision you have for your life. Yeah. And in, in looking at that, what's the business model? What's the right packaging? What's the right pricing that helps you build the business you desire? And so there's a lot of focus in on that. It's like, how do you really focus in on your ideal client? Focus on, um, you know, how you're you're helping your clients um, in the, how you're helping your clients in that customer journey to you. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest things you're helping them solve? Mm. And so if you're getting into that building a, a an offering that meets that client where they're at, and it's and it's solving a high value 
problem. Yeah. That's where you're like, okay, I have what helps you solve this issue that you have. Yes. But it's also the, um, it's, you've really listened and you've built the exactly what they need at that space. And so you've built that offer that has the dollar amount, the high value dollar amount, so that it's, you know, you're not wearing yourself thin. You're really simplifying into this one ideal client. And this isn't, this is not beginning marketing kind of work, right? This is, this is actually deep insights into who your, your customers are. Yeah. So the, the vision part is really the, it's the right packaging pricing. It's the right vision of what you want your business to be. So that's the first pillar mm-hmm. of, of pillars of prosperity. The second one is the voice. And that's where we get into a lot of the customer journey work of what is it that your client is thinking about right now and how are you solving that issue? Mm-hmm. So there's the, how you speak your client's love language it's about building your brand from the inside out. Mm. And it's also about building thought leadership so that you stand out amongst the noise. Mm. So really the voice is, is a big part of, you know, it's the second pillar. Yeah. And then the third pillar is visibility. You have the first two in place. How are you getting visible? How is your voice getting out to the world? How are you being seen and heard? And that's what you bring those three pillars together. And that's where the prosperity comes together. And and you can look at businesses. I mean, I've been doing this long enough that I can look at a business and go, okay, let's look at these three pillars and which one needs a little bit of work on it. Sometimes it's just the smallest tweak. Mm, yeah. But when, you, when you're working with a business and you're looking at these three pillars, if, if it's not, you know, driving, the profitability isn't coming out, if the, there's clues in those three pillars to really analyze where what will shift that business upward? What do you think are some of the things that actually are getting in the way? Because it's all very sound, what you just discussed, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it's about understanding your customer, their, their pain points, where they are in the journey, what's yeah. valuable to them. And then, you know, talking to them in their language and then being vocal and visible and getting yourself out there. And I think so many women are like, yeah, you know, I, I of course. Yeah. And then... What I've seen is that women then get afraid or they get caught up in, well, I don't know exactly how to do this. So what are some of the things that you work with your clients to sort of get them past that? Because the fundamentals are there. And and like I said, they're sound. And I think everybody would probably agree like, yes, this is what I need to do. But then they go to do it. And something yeah, when the rubber hits the road. Yeah. yeah. A couple of things I think that happen is that we are hit with so many marketing messages on any given day. This is how you should be marketing. Mm-hmm. So people start going out and they start trying all the things. Oh, and um, they start trying to serve all the clients. Mm-hmm. You know, the complexity becomes grows really easily. Mm. And Going back to simplification, I think is number one, mm. and how do we how do we ensure that? But I think the other piece that you're addressing here is it's around the mind games that can happen, yeah. right? And it happens for every woman entrepreneur, myself it included, does. on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, there's just stuff that comes up, yeah. and we have to get really good at recognizing when those mind games are popping up for us, mm. and when they start to pull us down, and when. The, you know, so when I talk about these three pillars, there's one more thing that we really need. And it's how we, it's really taking care of how we resonate Mm. Um, because our mind can get in the way, you know, 
we might feel not feel good in our body one day, you know, it's like we might get disconnected from our purpose. Yeah. You know, there's all these things that can happen. And it's like having practices, having community that helps you stay in that taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, holistically taking care of yourself, your mind, your body, your spirit, your community, all of these pieces. How do we holistically take care of ourselves on a day-to-day basis? And the practices we put into place that allows us to say, you know, that noise that I'm hearing over here isn't for me to pay attention to right now because I am focused here. Yeah. I'm, I've simplified, I'm focused, and I'm always saying simplify, 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 simplify. Yeah. The more we can yeah. simplify our businesses and not listen to all the noise that is around us, the more we can, you know, really start to, we need to trust ourselves through this as well. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. So do you, see a difference with male entrepreneurs because, mm-hmm. you know, are, so much of what you're saying, I'm sure male entrepreneurs would say, you know, yeah, that works for me as well. But I feel like when we're, when we're talking about women entrepreneurs, there there is a greater connection between mm-hmm. who we are and how we take care of ourselves and the health of our business. And I don't know that it's as, not that it's not important, but I don't know if it affects male businesses as much. And I'm only saying this, I don't have any evidence, no research, it's yeah. just my gut feeling. So what what do you think the difference is there? Why do women need to, to be you know, healthy and aligned and, and resonate versus a male who just needs like, you know, maybe money and like some bros to help him out. <laughs> you know, yeah. what's the difference there in your opinion? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I've had some some men clients over the years. I always say smart men clients have come to me, yes. but they tend to be very kind of soul aligned who, who have found me, right? So I can, I can look at some of those clients and know that they felt a connection, that they wanted a deeper connection to how their work created impact. And mm. so- you know, they really, I mean, I've seen men who really, truly, deeply care about some of the same things that women care about. Of course, yeah. You know, I can see the same kind of mind games and head games that show up for them that, you know, women have. But what I'll say is, is when it comes to women coming together and circle and leaning into each other, we've been doing this for, you know, hundreds Nine. of thousands of yeah. years, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's, and I often talk about, we're we're in a changing paradigm of business. Mm-hmm. I just recently heard a, a woman named Belinda Chu, C H I U, I think is her how her last name is spelled, and she she said we're not in a new paradigm. We're actually going back to original ways of being, mm-hmm. and we're remembering. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I it, it was it was such a a powerful statement. And I was when I think about that, it's like. I think we we as women have this natural inclination to be able to lean into each other, come together in circle, and we've been doing it a long time, and we forgot how to do it. I mean, I can go back to my corporate days, and we had no, there was no kumbaya women gathering in circle. No, at that, you know, it was it was it was not, and and so I think this it's like we are remembering and we are coming back to something that is is inherent in our beings, and I think that's just super cool. I think it's super cool too. And I, I I do in so many ways think that women have 
an advantage. I I really do. You know, I, and do I too. believe this like so deeply. I actually have a slide that says our female advantage. Oh, it's and, true. We do. And, and, and part of what that is too is is that, and I haven't mentioned it, but it's it's our light. Yeah. We know how we've got an inner fire inside of us. So, you know, my book is Fire Dancer, and I wrote my book years ago. But it's fire dancer. It's the light inside of us. And we have that. So if we can turn that light up and we turn that light up for, I mean, we, we help each other turn each other's light up. Um, We feed into that. That's how we resonate. That's the power. And so that's my, when the slide that I use in my conferences and and teachings is the female advantage is that we get beyond just being confident and projecting our message, but we actually embody our message. Mm. I, 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 and I, it, oh my gosh, I can't even talk because I, I agree with all of this so much. And I, I, my mind always gets stuck on the, okay, and, you know, how do we then turn that into profit? Yeah. Like that's the stuff that, that the guys are really good at, you know, yeah. we are so good. Everything that you're saying, like, yes, we're so good at coming together, helping each other, all of it. But, you, you know, I've seen it. You you get together in the community with women and then you you maybe put up an offer, even if it's high value and everything, and then all the questions start. And then how can I get that at a discount? And, you yeah. know, th- there's, yeah. you know, how is this going to change my life? I need proof. Like it, it goes down this crazy path that if, and I, I've seen it actually at my own conferences when I have had men at the conference, because I always do. There's something about when a man talks that that women listen and they gravitate toward him oh, over the women. And I don't like it. And yeah. it it's frustrating to me because there are a thousand women that are just as, you know, good, have services that are as good, if not better. And for some reason, there's this pull toward, well, you know, maybe he knows best. Right. Hmm, interesting. Because I don't see that. I actually don't see a lot of that. And and it could be that I don't go to a lot of men's conferences. Somebody sent me a conference today that was very, um, I was like, that is just not my, that's not my vibe. I'm yeah. not going to be there. Yeah. Um, and when I think about profitability, what I know is if we are in the strategy, if we're building the strategies and we're stepping into it, and we're adding that light and that fire of ourselves in it, the combination of that soul and that strategy work is what really is where the magic comes in with yeah. that. And it's I mean, like it I, amplifies it. It's the, if the business model is sound and it works, the the light, the fire, it amplifies that. Yeah. I 100% yeah. agree with that. And there, and there's one other aspect of that. It's, it's the consistency. It's like, how do we, how are we, I mean, you're, you're podcasting every week, right? It's like, I just took the month of December off in podcasting for the first time in seven years. Wow. And I'm like, I can do that. (laughs) I can do that now. But, you know, I have done, you know, it's like the consistency thing. And I think when I talk, I talk a lot about time prosperity alongside of wealth prosperity. Yeah. And when we build our businesses in a smart way, we're Mm -hmm. simplifying our business models. We're simplifying, you know, what we offer, who we serve. We're simplifying our market marketing in, in ways that we're only choosing a few ways that, that, you know, that we want to build our business on. And we're getting really good at those. 
that's some of the strategy that we put into place. Mm-hmm. And it's the consistency of showing up in that and being visible, having that business model there and being visible. And what I sometimes see is I'll see people go get visible, but they will be missing some of the, the you know, the vision pillar, right? They'll be missing the solid um, offer that they really need, or they might be off on their messaging. Mm-hmm. So it takes all three of those and that's where the profitability comes from, from a wealth perspective. Yeah. And the time perspective comes through by being super focused, setting those boundaries, setting the boundaries of when am I going to work and when am I not going to work? Um, yeah. it, it's about creating white space for yourself so that you can actually do your big picture thinking and not just be doing your business all day long. You're actually, you know, so that you can work on your business, not in, you know, yes. so it's, it's that sort of thing. And, it, and it's, it's like the puzzles, they're the pieces of the puzzle all fit together to bring that profitability. Yeah. It just makes so much sense. And it, it's funny. It's like, I think there are so many things that women are so good at. And one of those things is taking care of other people and yes. other people's needs. And what you're saying is that, you know, especially if we're going to have these successful, profitable businesses, some of that nature that mm-hmm. that is within us, we do need to set aside for the time being. Because I, I know, you know, even for myself, you know, I, I was working earlier today and my son who's in college needed to do a resume for, I don't know if it's for a job or a class or whatever. But he, you know, texted me and was like, hey, can you help me like format, you know, my resume? And I was like, sure thing. Put everything else aside. I'm like, what do you need me to do? You know, like, (laughs) I will take care of it for you. And And we're so good at that, right? (laughs) So good at it. And it's like, I know that I'm helping him and, and, and he, because he's my family, really, truly is my number one priority. Yeah. Yeah. However... You know, I I have been recognizing this about myself. Instead of doing it for him, he'd probably be better off and I'd probably be better off if I guided him to do these things himself so that he learns how to do it. But that's very difficult for me. It's it's a life challenge to be less controlling because I also want to help so much. You know, I just... I just want to see him, you know, get further, faster, and not have to worry about some of these things that I just can do like magic, right? Because yeah. we're working in corporate, for, you know, for yeah. so long. Or you <laughs> could have said, hey, I'd love to help you with that. Let's work on it tonight. Yeah. Uh, right. I yeah. mean, that's just, that's where I, and I think women are, we're really easy to give up our time. Our time is our most valuable yeah. asset. And it doesn't have to be all business focus we get to choose what we want that to look like but i think that's right. the, the word is we get to choose when and where we're making those and i think i heard somebody say years ago in a ted talk they were talking about life balance that you know there's not a, anything as such thing as life balance but it's life integration yeah. and when we're when we're at one place let's be very focused on that one place that we're in and then when we go to another place, let's be very focused on that. So if we're working, let's focus on work. If we're at home, let's focus on home and not let those, not just let it commingle. 
Right. Don't let it like mold together because it does. It gets murky and messy. And then we wonder like we're doing all of these things, but we're actually not making any progress. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And a couple of things that you said, like choice, right? We have a choice. We get to choose setting boundaries, right? That helps us to be able to make those choices. And this simplification, along with these other pieces that you discussed, I do think that that, those are almost like the ingredients for for success. I, I just, I think that is just so incredible. So how can people, you know, sort of get to know you, work with you, join your community, get involved? What can they do? Yeah. So um, you can go out to my website. It's camigelner.com. So K-A-M-I-G-U-I-L-D-N-E-R.com. When you get there, there's a button at the very top that says get updates. Mm -hmm. And I do free trainings every month. So I've got webinars, I've got roundtables, something that I'm doing every single month that are free to attend. And I'm talking about all of these topics that we've been talking about today. So it's ways to go into deeper in, in, you know, in, in any one of these. And this is so good. I think when you do things like that, anybody, you're putting something out there that's of value. And you said it before, you're building trust and people are getting to know you. And so then when you do have that offer that is of exceptional value, people are more likely to buy from you because they know you. It's part of the no love and trust model, right? It's like, yeah. and as I say love, because I, I truly love my clients that come into my community and I want that same, I want that, that back and forth. So it's, um, I say no, it's the no love and trust. My, my marketing funnel is called the no love and trust funnel. I love that. So that is definitely a part of that. I run mastermind programs and we're in the midst of enrolling 2024 masterminds right now. Amazing. I have two of them. One is for six figures and above and one is for um, building those core pillars. But the six figures and above is really for, you know, scaling your business to that next level. Mm-hmm. So all of this integrates into the mix of the work that I that I do. And your podcast. My podcast is Extraordinary Women Radio. And we'll have to have you over there as well. Oh, thank you so much. I would love yeah. to be a guest. Yeah. That is so good. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and just giving such great value to the She Leads podcast audience. I know that there's going to be a lot of takeaways. I've, I definitely have mine, uh, I think, focused on the simplicity and the boundary setting. Um, So I'm going to take those into my business in 2024. Excellent. I love that. Well, it's been a pleasure meeting you, Adrian. You too. Thank you so much, Cami. The She Leads Podcast Network.